Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice today because that is the model of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. You, you, didn't, you didn't point this time. It threw me off. Normally, you like point to us. Well, I gotta give you all the stage shows. directions. I don't know. I, Joe I, I know tend how to, to perform. Wander. My my mind tends to wander. You got mad at me last time because I was yawning while you point or we were doing it. Yeah, that's true. But I waited. It's for very you to, special element. Yeah, yeah, I waited for you to stop yawning this time because I like I looked at the time where I was like, okay, get a little buffer here, and then I turned to look at Joe, and I just see head rolled back. I'm and trying to get the yawns out the before we. No, start that's recording. good. I appreciate that. The before is fine. It's the during <laughs> that I didn't appreciate. Ugh. That's it. Yep. That's the one Ugh. right there. There we go. Mm-hmm. He's he's begging to be th- third chair today. He oh, just crap. he just wants it. Uh, how's everybody's weekend going? It's a, a good week. it's a weekend. It's a weekend. Yeah, I spent a lot of time um, cleaning uh, and arranging my uh, video game collection stuff. Mm-hmm. Nerd. Uh, oh, I bought like a bunch of like Velcro uh, like cable ties to replace all of, like the old rotted rubber bands that are holding all of my like Nintendo controller and mm-hmm. uh, uh, cables together. And then I went and put them all in like individual plastic bags so that they're not because they're all just shoved in a fucking like tupperware bin underneath yeah of my course because that's what you did with controllers and accessories back in the day yeah yeah like so, i was looking for something when i busted out the ps3 the other week and i found all my like component and composite cables like all tied together and like this big jumbled mess i'm like why why didn't i take better care of my things this was dumb of me uh, well that's exactly what i did yesterday so yeah. I, I went and like got all the different cables and wrapped them all nicely got the Nice cable ties on them. Put them all in like individual plastic bags. And put them all, you know, instead of just being one giant cable mess. Now it's all at least nice and you know individual, individual cable messes. Right? Yes, 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 of course. But they're all in individual bags, so they're not mixing up with each other. At least are they the uh, are they the bags that have the space where you can write what's in them? Like the the Ziploc bags that have the like, like I, the white, I, I do, the frosted, that, but I didn't yeah, yeah doing like that. square on it. They do. Have, they was those, but I didn't bother. I can tell what a cable is just by looking at it. Well, aren't you, Mister Smart? <laughs> you yeah. can tell the difference between all the different composite cables from back in the day. I mean, I can tell the difference between the um, the, the like uh, the other end, the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The one that the goes end, to the cord the console, end. rather. Oh than yeah. The... Well, can you tell the difference between a GameCube and an N sixty four cord? Oh shit! Aha! That Got him. He can't. And speaking of N sixty four, I. Uh, no one was speaking of N64. I was speaking about the cables. This is a cable podcast. We're not talking about systems. This is oh. cables. Well, cables and connectors. I was, actually, I was talking <laughs> Cables about, and connectors is a great name. I uh, bought a... Because I had a joystick. Uh, or a controller with a joystick was all like mm-hmm. loose. So I had, went and bought a replacement joystick and like had to take my controller apart and like take the joysticks apart and stuff Ooh. and move them all around and put it in a fresh new joystick. So it's all nice and working. It, it took me a while because I got a little cocky because the um, the the actual thumbstick itself was like slightly different. An actual N64 thumbstick, it, it's like domed, and this one it was concaved. Mm. And I was like, it's still, it's not, it's not right then at that point because I look at it and now I like look at it next to my other controllers. I'm like that one, I can instantly see there's something different with that one. It's a weird Frankenstein controller. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to take the thumbstick from the old one, the old busted thumbstick out, because it's not the thumbstick that's a problem, it's all the components around it that's yeah, a yeah. problem. Uh, so I tried taking that out and putting it into the new one so it would have like the same thumbstick, but the thumbstick on the new one is slightly longer than the actual one. So like I took the both the thumbstick whole part thing apart mm-hmm. and then 
tried to swap them, but it wouldn't work because they weren't the right size. And then it turned into a nightmare of trying to put them all back together. Smart. So yeah. I got like really, really cocky, and I almost completely screwed myself out of you know five bucks for another. Yeah, you could have bought another joystick. controller. I could have bought another one. Yeah, yeah, no. I could have just bought another controller. They're not all that expensive. They're like twenty five bucks on eBay. Yeah, but but you're risking of like. Them saying, like, oh, yeah, it's perfectly fine. You get it, and all the buttons are all junked up and stuff. Yeah, they're sticking together. That reminds yeah. me, I remember back in elementary school, we were learning about, like, the components of a telephone. Like, old telephones, not cell phones, like you kids are used to in these new things. Rotary phones? Yeah. So we were, like, learning about the components of it, uh, and this kid was so interested about the inner workings of a telephone that he went home and disassembled his parents' telephone. <laughs> which back in the day, was the only way you could communicate with the outside world that wasn't a letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, he took it apart and of course had no idea how to put it back together again got in way over his head and then had to like they had to i think they just bought a new phone rather than having like the phone repair guy come over and put it all back together <laughs> so he learned never tinker with anything so joe you almost learned that that terrible terrible lesson yeah except now you could have just bought a new one because yeah it exists uh, and i ended up getting it all put together it just turned a, a you know a, a half an hour Thing yeah. into like a four hour like Jeez. nightmare of me constantly just kind of going like why the fuck is this not yeah. fitting in here yeah i'm sure you planned your day accordingly like this won't take any time at all mm-hmm. 4 a.m and then it's rolls dark around. yeah yeah <laughs> he's yeah. crying in his room alone in the fetal position with two broken joysticks in his hand <laughs> well yeah. joe when you weren't ruining old controllers what were you playing this week um i i uh I ended up going back to Resident Evil 2 after last week. I was like, oh, Kingdom Hearts is out. I'm just going to play Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And I do still enjoy and I like Kingdom Hearts. But I like sat down and played it for a couple days. And then like the itch of Resident Evil kind of creeped back in. And I was like, oh, I still didn't beat like the A and B stories for the other like the other way around. So I went back and I beat the A and B stories. Um, and then after that, I was like, well, I still like didn't find all the hidden items and mm-hmm. stuff in the game. So I guess because there's like 15 bobbleheads in the air in the game that you have to shoot. Um, and there's like a couple other like little hidden Easter eggs to find. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just go through and like find all those things. But the bobbleheads are like split between the two characters that you're playing. So I was like, well, I guess so, like I beat it as Leon and found all of Leon's bobbleheads. Now I got to play again as Claire. So like I'm on my sixth time playing that game at this point. Jeez. And like I I know it like the back of my hand at this point. Well, you you said that the first week it came out that you knew it like the back of your hand. So you must know it even better now. Oh yeah. Um, I I've like thought about trying to do it like speedrun style to like. Mm-hmm. Because it, it has, like, a ranking system where, you know, you can get an S rank. Yeah. Best, or, like, S plus rank. So, I was like, I could try, like, doing those. But I'm also, like, uh, very um, obsessive-compulsive where I'm, like, I have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to, like, pick up every item and I have to kill every single enemy. So, even when I try and do it as quickly as possible, I'm still, like, walking by and go, like, oh, there's a green herb over there. Like... I wonder if I can get that green herb and bring it back to the box and like not waste too much time. Yeah, let me just do that. So I, I still am. I, I got to like hunker down and like actually like write out a like go here, 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 do this. Yeah. Like you can a pass all map. this stuff, just grab these items yeah. and like not kill every enemy I come across and waste all my bullets kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I need to like hunker down and try and do that. Um, yeah, otherwise it's coming soon from Joe. Speed runs where he reads all of the in-game content. <laughs> yeah. Picks up every piece of paper on every police desk. Reads it all, like, nice and clearly. Yeah. Sometimes doubles back just to make sure you got all the information. Yeah, make sure watch every uh, cut scene in, in, in its entirety. Mm-hmm. 
Um, once so, with yeah. captions, one without. It's a one hundred percent speed run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I've been like playing thing. it, and you know, now I'm playing through like with the Japanese audio, just to hear like the Japanese audio with like the different costumes on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did they resync uh, the mouths? Remember we were talking about that, where like the lip flaps were matched to the English, not to the Japanese. Uh, well, no, that was the problem why they couldn't put the audio into uh, the Japanese audio into Kingdom Hearts. They said they were like they couldn't get the lip syncing to work properly. No, but when you and I were playing Resident Evil, I was saying how like appropriate the lip flaps were to the English, and I was wondering if the Japanese oh. was like reprogrammed for some reason. Uh, I don't know. I, I actually haven't been paying attention just because I have at this point. I'm just like skipping through all the cutscenes. Oh yeah, the second you see, it, yeah. you're just like yeah. And he's still got a YouTube video playing in the background and a podcast in one that's year, true. so he doesn't yeah. hear the Japanese. He's also yeah, making five and that's, the, and that's the great yeah. part is yeah. like I don't actually have to be paying it, so I can have that stuff. Yeah. Like uh-huh. the first couple times I was playing through, favorite. I had to be paying attention. But now I can have a podcast in the background. Yeah, you're you're so happy about that. Yeah, I actually am. Yeah. <laughs> you're now back in your comfort zone of gaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, good. So you'll let us know next week when you've double platinum to the game because you had to go back through and do all the different things. Uh, I'll you know I'll give it a try. I, I, I don't think I'll be that successful at it. You also said you never play it again, so here we are. I'm calling your bluff. Did I say I wouldn't play it again? No, we, but you said like you're done with it for a while. Like oh, maybe yeah. the next time you get an itch to play, like you'll go back to it. Well, and then like, here we are a week later. Like I just couldn't stop. Yeah, there's, there's also enough. like three free DLCs coming out for the game, with, like three new story, like mm-hmm. character stories. So I'll have those to look forward to. And I still haven't played the like the Force Survivor uh, like hunk mode yet, or the Tofu mode. Yeah, why haven't you played as Tofu, man? They spent all that time mapping out a tofu. <laughs> Scanning the tofu to make sure all his textures are proper. Exactly. So, there's still a lot of stuff I had to do in it. Nice. What about you, John? What did you play this week? Uh, I got an invite for the Division 2 private beta. Ooh, fancy. I don't know how you got one and I didn't get uh, one. Skip- I buy like every single uh, Ubisoft game. Skip also got one. Well, he's um, better at the game than you. I think that's why. Oh, They're yeah. like, we don't want Joe to play in our beta. That doesn't give us anything. No, it's oh. probably like, oh, we know that you've played every Ubisoft game yeah, since it's come so out. you're going to buy it anyways. Yeah. So you're going to buy it anyway. We don't need to play the beta. I yeah, we don't any... have to convince you to buy it. No. Maybe you um, didn't have enough Ubisoft club coins. I have a million Ubisoft club coins. Well, not enough then. You need two million. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, but I was like watching a movie and it like Xbox just sent me the like, you've got a message from Xbox. And I was like, okay. And I was like, all right, pause the movie. And it said like, you know, join us in the division. Like we need you agent, blah, blah. And I was like, I okay. if I actually got one and just like deleted the email, like while click, quickly going through all my emails, like delete, delete, It wasn't delete, an email. Delete, delete. I got it from my Xbox. Oh, really? Yeah. And Xbox does this cool thing where like, if you get that. Uh, like if you get a download code and it comes through there, you don't actually have to punch it in. You just say yeah, okay, yeah. which is nice. So I was just like, yeah, okay, I downloaded it. I had that um, happen to me on PlayStation, and I just missed the notification. Like I missed a private beta, uh, private alpha because I wasn't paying attention to my notifications, and so like it was only for a week and it ended. So mm-hmm. I was pretty pissed about that. So I'm glad that you caught that. Yeah, well, and I think it's only this weekend. I think it enters uh, like a full beta mm-hmm. um, soon because it keeps saying like that the open beta is coming. Don't you wish there was a chart telling you when it was coming? Yeah, fully. Yeah. Come yeah, on. Yeah, see? Like Charts Anthem? are helpful. Yeah. Charts and betas are helpful. All right, so you got to play The Division 2. So, it's The Division. Okay. Uh, it's pretty much the same thing, and it picks up right from, like, the end of the first game-ish. Um, but uh, it's in D.C. this time, yep. so you're not in, like, New York. It's not drab and snowy and shitty outside, but it also kind of looks exactly the same. So, like, it's not drab colors, but the graphics haven't changed one bit. So, it looks like a four-year-old game. How long did that come out? Five years? Four years? No, it was, like, 
two years ago. Was no, it like 2016? No, I was in school when it came out. The Division? Yeah. Hmm. That's the reason I got an Xbox. was because Joe wanted me to play a Division with Yeah, him. I thought it was like 2016. Um, but it's very much in beta right now. Uh, like, I keep getting this thing where I'm shooting, and the second I shoot, either the audio doesn't come, or it comes at like a completely different time, and then it just shuts off all audio. Ugh. Like, and that game is unplayable without being able to hear where shooting is coming from yeah anything like hearing call outs or anything like that and then i got in a, a like a glitch mode once where like i was shooting my gun and then it just wouldn't stop shooting like the the audio was just constantly gunshots and my controller was constantly vibrating for minutes like i i just had to turn off the game because i was like I, I can't play like this it's, this is unplayable right no, now. now you gotta play something else and so like i turned it off and i like turned it back on and it was fine um but there's, like, a lot of major issues like that still in the game. I mean, it's a, it's a beta, so, like, I'm yeah. expecting it. But I'm see, also seeing month, but I'm also seeing other people play the beta and it being fine. So it's like, is this maybe just Maybe it's me just your older or, Xbox. Or what? Yeah. Oh, you know, and maybe it's because you don't have an Xbox One X. I don't know. It shouldn't be that, like... It shouldn't have sound cut out because you don't have the right Xbox. And not just sound cut off, but, like constant gunfire like my gun wasn't shooting in the game it was just the constant sound and my controller was vibrating like it was shooting so like there's some disconnect there um but uh, 2016 is when the division came out so three years yeah just like i said 2016 um so three almost exactly three years after or between the two of them it's it's very much meant to be played with other people like the first one was so like during missions it's super fucking annoying where your little, like, jacket will light up, and it will shoot, like, a beacon in the air, and it'll say, like, incoming agent request, and it, or, like, um, like, agents need a backup. So it's constantly, like, It's just constantly you telling you that games. other... Well, and when you die, you can hit Y to ask for backup, like, and then it'll respawn you and the people who join you, but it just sends out to everyone, so, like, it was happening during cutscenes, like, I was, like, talking to someone, it was like, incoming agent! I was just like, stop! Like, I'm trying to listen to this, and it just... you. You can't stop it, and it's pretty constant. And people are like always dying, so it's just yeah, screaming in oh, your it's, ear. It's super annoying. Um, but there's a bunch of cool stuff about like that's different about it. Um, enemies can heal now, so like when you're fighting bosses and stuff like that, if you're not having constant pressure on them, like they'll just you know they'll get undercovered and they'll heal themselves up. And healing yourself is also much easier in this game than it was in the the original one. Like you just you pick up like enemy plates that are around, or um, uh, like ammo plates around, mm-hmm. um, and you can just throw those on. The uh, has like a weird base building system, like um, kind of like well, the first one had, where you like upgraded the base. No, kind of like Red Dead, where like you have to like donate now to people. Uh. Um, you have to like go and hire certain people for certain bases and stuff like that. And there's not just one main. Well, the main base in this game is the fucking White House. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. You run the White House now. Sweet. Um, but there's like a bunch of little mini bases, and they all have their own individual perks, whereas the other ones didn't. Like in Division One, it was just like you went to a safe house. So it was a safe house. It had the yeah, same stuff as everything like else. There's like one room with a shop in it that you can talk to dudes. Um, so that like that's kind of nifty as well. The music is really fucking good in it. I don't. I know you guys don't like metal, but it's like super dope, like genty metal, which I like. So when you're getting intense into intense sequences. I guess the other one had that one song that I really liked. I it was like only at night it would only come on. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, but this one has really good music. But that's the only sound I could never hear. 
Hey, as long as the cool sound doesn't cut out, yeah. the song you like is still there. You yeah. guns well, yeah, it's a, it's a great song with constant gunfire and dudes screaming in your ear that they need help. Yeah. Um, but like That's the most metal thing of all, actually, Yeah, it sounds incredibly That's super metal. metal. Yeah, just strumming Gunfire guitars. Screaming for yeah. Well, it was like it got stuck in a part once where like music dies down when you're not in battle anymore, but just because there's just some weird disconnect with the audio. I was like walking through towns like wham, wham, wham. It was like, yeah, I'm the fucking badass here. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to buy it anyway. Yeah. It's more of the same. It's not quite different enough. And obviously I want all these weird shit to be fixed before it comes out oh for sure um but they also had uh i didn't get to play it because i'm i'm trying to get skip to play with me and he doesn't ever respond there's a the, an end game mode that you can play during just the pre-alpha or the the, the private beta mm-hmm. where you play as maxed out characters in raids against like bosses and stuff like that oh sick. so as to give you a taste of like yeah. what the end game yeah be yeah like. and i've seen like video of it and it has like little meta, metal gear guys like you know those robot dogs that they have that like they have it at the Boston University. They kick it and they like to see if it like can catch itself. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's Boston those. Dynamics robot dogs. Yeah, yeah. There's those, but they have like turrets on the back, uh, and those those are like bosses during the like enemy raids and stuff like that. Uh, and it looks super fucking difficult, but I haven't I, like I'm not gonna play it alone, so I haven't no. played that mode yet. Maybe I'll give it a shot if it still continues over the week. But it's good. It's more of the same. I'm yeah. g- I'm definitely gonna buy it. Like it, it's if you like the Division One, you're gonna like it. If you didn't like the Division One. It's not enough different that's going to make you like want to play it, I guess. Yeah, at least in the limited scope that you've played. Like, who knows what extra content will be in the full version that maybe isn't yeah. in these betas, but... When, like, there's three Dark Zones this time instead of just one, which is nice. The Dark Zone in the original game was just, like, an area in the middle that was a PvP area. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, there's three of them. They're in different places, and there's also different ways to get your loot back. Whereas, like, in the first one, you had to, like, put it in a Dropbox... And, like, these helicopters would come over. You had to wait for them to come, and then they would come pick up the thing. Yeah. Or they would drop a rope, and you put it on there, and it would pull off. But in mm-hmm. that time, anyone would... You had to, like, shoot up a flare, so it yeah. lets yeah. everyone in the area yeah, yeah, yeah. know. So everyone like, in the area hey, would know. Let's go kill those yeah. guys yeah. and take their stuff. Um, so there's different ways of doing it now. You can put them in a box and lock it, but other people can come by and, like, pick that lock. But then it also gives them, like, a, a warning in the area. So, like, once you do that, you're going rogue. Like, you've gone against the other players, and mm-hmm. so it'll be like, oh, someone's rogue over there, because you picked up some box. But also, yeah. like, you could have just picked a box that had, like, a pistol in it that you don't need. Um, so that's cool. There's oh, so yeah, a nice way to, like, kind of set traps for people. Yeah. Put a single bullet in the box and wait yeah. to see if something comes by to try and steal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's enough stuff that's, like, it's definitely more focused on multiplayer than it was in the first go around. And that's there's good. there's a there's also, like, a competitive multiplayer version, as, a, as opposed to just, like a PVP area in an MMO. Like there's mm-hmm. an actual like player versus player multiplayer mode, which, which I, I think they added eventually ended up adding to the first division. Yeah. And I didn't well play after I had stopped playing. Yeah. I didn't game. play that long either. I only played the first DLC, which the people themselves made it. So they didn't even beat it. So, but I like that should be a criteria for putting out content, but you know, it's I, their yeah, own. yeah, we made this thing. We haven't beaten it, but you know, here you go. Yeah. It could be good. Let yeah. us know. And then they penalized everyone for cheating on it. Hmm. Um, because yeah. if they can't beat it, you shouldn't either. Right. Shame on you. Exactly. It's it's good. Uh, I'll definitely play it. And then I played more of a another thing that same thing you played. Mm-hmm. That's right. You guys each played another thing, which was the only thing that I played this week, and probably the biggest piece of news of the week, uh, and something that we talked about not in any favorable light last week when we we heard about it, uh, and that is the release of the Titanfall Battle Royale Apex Legends. 
which, as we talked, the rumor was this new Battle Royale set in the Titanfall universe was going to be announced and released on Monday. That came to fruition. Uh, I downloaded it immediately and yeah. have been playing ever since because I absolutely love it. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And I didn't think that I would necessarily because I never really played much of Titanfall. I didn't play any of Titanfall 1 because it was Xbox exclusive. I played a little bit of Titanfall 2 like just over at a friend's house, you know, randomly, but I never, and I think I played in like one of those free weekends initially. Mm -hmm. So I played a couple multiplayer matches and things like that, but I never played the game. Like I bought it super cheap, still haven't played it. So I wasn't thinking of anything for this game. And then I downloaded it and I really quite enjoyed it. Like there's a lot of different things that it does that, um, like other battle royale games don't do which makes it refreshing because what do we always talk about with battle royale games it's got to do at least something different than your PUBGs, your Fortnites, right your blackouts whatever like it's got to do at least something give me one different thing that sets you apart from the others and i'm willing to give you a chance and and so this one does but i want to get your guys' thoughts because you both played it what did you guys think of apex legends it's funny too because like you said like that one thing was titans and then this doesn't yeah. have titans yeah so which is why we were down on it last week right it needed we thought it needed titans and it turns out i don't think it necessarily does though no. that will ultimately make it better in the end no and i pitched it to a friend of mine as like halo meets um rainbow six siege because like every there's different heroes yeah and those different heroes have different perks yeah so, i've been saying call of duty meets overwatch uh yeah i guess it's, it's, well, it's a similar yeah siege it's a, is overwatch yeah. as well it's just a realistic overwatch um but yeah like i like i like that aspect it's three versus three and you're forced into triple mm-hmm. which is it's kind weird. of crappy if you're stuck with people who don't talk or don't do a team thing but mm-hmm. like or talk too much or yeah well like you, you but that's know. the that's the concession with any multiplayer online game yeah is... you're gonna get stuck with people who yeah. are like that anyway but... I, i'm i always i just i mute everybody well, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's the, the... I'm the guy that everyone hates because i just mute everybody and Same. then i just play by myself essentially without talking to anybody i just yeah. put my, my my mic on mute but if people are communicating properly then at least i'll talk back but like i'm not the type of person that's quiet just to be quiet like I had I, I jumped into a team that had two players who must have been friends, and I was like the third. And I thought my mic was on, so I was like trying to talk to them, and they weren't responding. And I realized that my mic was muted. And they, they were just like, a... I like turned it on. I was like, "There's a dude over there," and they're like, "Holy shit, he talks!" <laughs> <laughs> but they were like really good, and we ended up becoming the second team. Like we, I we didn't win, but we got yeah. to round two, which was nice. What but, I like too on the on the uh, the topic of conversation is that. You know, normally in multiplayer games, if you don't want to talk or you don't have your mic plugged in or what have you, that's it. Like, there's literally no way to communicate with your teammates whatsoever. It's just a free-for-all. You're each doing your own thing, and you kind of try to stay together by looking on the map as to where they are. Yeah. Uh, what I really like about this game is the pinging system that they implemented because it the makes The pinging it... system is pretty clutch at this game. Yeah, because what it is, for those of you that haven't played it, it's simply it's pressing R1 when you're looking at anything. So you could be looking at... Guns, armor, different pickups. You can be looking that at is. enemies. You can be looking at, at all these different Around, things, and you yeah. and you ping it, and it tells everybody else in your party, like, "Hey, level two shield over here, go get that." Or if you see somebody in the distance from another team, you double tap it, and it says, "Like, hey, enemy over there," and then everybody knows what you're seeing. So even when I'm like playing. You know, and other people around are like, I know I have to go soon. I don't want to like, get involved in it. I'll just play passively, but ping all the time so right. that people know. Uh, and I think that's so invaluable in this game. Like, 
Yeah, so if you are like me and you just want to mute everybody yeah. and, and like not talk, you can at least still interact with the people and just be like, hey, over there, over there. Yeah. And other people can respond to those pings, too. So, so like, like if you ping like an item and someone else can give, like, I mean, it's not like it's locked, but you can say, like, dibs, like, yeah. oh, I need that, so I'm going to go and get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's also uh, different callouts you can do mm-hmm. where, like... Uh, like when I first landed once and I couldn't find a weapon anywhere and they weren't responding. So I just like did the little call out that says like, I need a weapon. Yeah. You can call out for different ammo. Like if you need, yep. if you need anything, you can just be like, Hey, I need heavy, heavy rounds. And you know, if you have good teammates, they'll either ping it when they see it or if they have extra that they're, they're not using because they picked it up before they had those guns, right. they'll drop it for you when you can get it. So, and then you can thank them as well. Yeah, exactly. Like There's lots of considerate communication that doesn't involve your actual voice yeah those little touches are so key because because you have to play in groups of three yeah uh you i mean you can go solo if you really want to by just veering off at the jump point which i also really like the jumping it has the same jump from the sky as any other battle royale game but there's no parachutes the parachutes are the worst part and also you're also locked together locks you together Yeah. yeah So one person is designated as a jump master, and they're the one that controls where you land. You, like Adam said, you can break away if you want to. It just says like hit square to break away, yeah. and you can just fly off wherever you want. But uh, it's still, you know, if you were somebody who played other battle royale games, there's always that discussion of like, okay, like let's make sure we all know where we're going. And this yeah. time it's just like, okay, you know, jump master, go ahead. Yeah, because uh, like in Fortnite, when you're playing squads or in PUBG, like you can mistime the jump with everybody else and land super far away, or like miss you know miss the bridge and everybody else is up and there's no way for you to get to your team and you're just by yourself. Yeah. Whereas this, it forces you to be together. You can break off if you want to, but it at least starts you out together, which you'd want to do for a squad based thing. And there's the there's no stupid parachute thing where like. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can't quite control because, like, I can't get the turn fast enough or, you know, whatever. Yeah, you Getting just... Getting shot out of the air as well, like... Yeah, you just drop. Yeah. Because there's no fall damage, which is also great. Um, I, yeah, there's just so many different things. The other big thing that sets it really apart, I think, is the, the death mechanic, if you will. I, I guess that's what we'll call it. Or uh, respawn mechanic. Yeah, something right. where, you know, like other squad-based shooters, when you die, you go down to a knee. Your teammates can still revive you. You have a limited amount of time in which they can do that. Um, but if you are then killed while you're waiting to be revived by either the other enemy or the timeout, your like essence still exists. So your teammates can go pick up what is called your banner, which is just your character essentially, um, and they can bring it to respawn points. So even if you are you die and then are like confirmed killed, you can still come back in the game. So there's incentive not to just be like, all right, well. You know, I'm out. I got a couple of teammates left, but I don't care to watch them. Which is They're a, just a good randos. mechanic considering how it is entirely team-based focused mm-hmm. in this one. So, it, yeah, it is the kind of thing where, like, if you're playing with a group of people and you die, like, you, you know, you're playing, say you're playing four people in PUBG and you die, you can either sit there and just watch everyone play for, like, the next 20 to 30 minutes yeah. or, like, quit and start your own game and then wait for them to finish their game. And well, if you're playing with random people. I'm like, saying, like, if you're playing with a group of friends. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah if you're playing us, with a group of friends. Yeah, yeah. so, I like, you don't, you, don't, you don't feel like you're, you know, Waiting too much. Out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the banner part, you can still time out, but that takes... You have to essentially be completely ignored by your team at that yeah. point. Well, yeah, that you to have happen. 90 seconds to, to get picked up, I think, or 60 seconds. 
Oh, you have 60 seconds to be revived, and I think like another 60 seconds to have your, your banner right. around. Right, it's longer than that. It might even be longer. I think yeah. it's 90 seconds to get your banner, but yeah. then you have infinite time to get respawned after that. Yeah, if your banner yeah, gets picked up. as long as you have a banner, you're, you're happy forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is awesome, because it, it keeps you in the game and makes it so that way you don't have to just be like, all right, I guess I'll peace out, or I guess I'll just watch. You know, Not every time are you going to get revived, but I, I still really enjoy that aspect of yeah. it. Uh, you don't come back with any of your guns or any of your stuff, but if you can make it back to your dead box that had all that stuff in it, like you can basically just go right back to it mm-hmm. with full health, full shield. Well, if it wasn't looted. Yeah, exactly. But like sometimes I've died next to the beacon, and so when my squad mates clear out those enemies, I just get revived and all my stuff is there plus new stuff yeah, from and the people this, they yeah, killed. The other dudes who died. Yeah, and that's like another thing that I really like about this game is the inventory management, mm-hmm. where like the guns, your ammo is a color. Based yes. on the gun, so any of the colors that you see that are on the ground, those are easy to pick up. So you don't have to like remember what ammo yeah. goes with which guns. Which the is what I didn't like about Blackout because I didn't, re- I never learned the guns in yeah. Blackout. So I was like, okay, which gun is this? What ammo does it take? Yeah. So that is a really good thing in this one. The attachments are also um, like it'll once you put your cursor on it, it'll tell you what gun it goes to if it mm-hmm. goes on, and when you pick it up, it automatically equips. Yep. Which is not like any of the other ones. Uh, and if you s- switch weapons, if you have attachments that have those weapons on them, it'll automatically equip those to that new weapon without having to do anything either. Sometimes uh, if it's equipped to the gun that you get rid of, it drops with the gun, and but it separates. It doesn't stay locked to that yeah. gun like other games do. So that way, if it goes with your gun too, you can just re-pick it up and it'll reattach to the gun. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, so that's great. Uh like that was always my biggest issue with PUBG was it's very much meant to be a PC game mm-hmm. with a like you know mouse and keyboard where you can quickly equip things and open up a menu without having to like fiddle with controller stuff. So this one just eliminates that altogether. I find myself like I spent more time in menus in PUBG than I did actually fighting most yeah. of the time. The one inventory thing I really don't like is the grenade system. Oh like yeah, it's, it's a lot harder to switch. Like, in Fortnite, you just have all of your weapons and grenades in a row, so it's very easy to, like, click accordingly forward or backward. Like, it's a, it's weird to take your hands and move them to the D-pad to then switch to grenade to then throw it. Like, it doesn't seem intuitive. Like, I'm getting better at getting used to it, but for a while it took me to, like, get used to, okay, I have to switch to the grenade. It's not just a button yeah. that it would be in most shooters. Especially a Call of Duty-like shooter where I'm so used to pressing R1 to throw a grenade. Um, but conversely healing is also on the d-pad as well so yeah whereas like the other ones you have to go into your inventory and open it up as exactly well. yeah um, the hotkeys for that are really are really good i also wonder like we haven't looked into other keyboard or uh, controller layouts maybe there is a layout that has grenades maybe like to a trigger button as opposed to you know opening up the wheel on the d-pad and then trying to select it and then using it to throw it yeah i don't know yeah i haven't looked at all into that so i don't know if there's anything like that and that may be coming i mean this is still a brand new game yeah uh it's only been out for a handful of days but uh, the other big element of this game is the heroes i guess where it's there's eight different characters i think mm-hmm. to start yeah and then well, two more unlockable six or two yeah. unlocked yeah six and two. Oh, okay so it's six and two so yeah, yeah. Uh, and each one of them has a passive ability that's active all the time, uh, a side ability that like is mapped to L1 that can do different things. So like one of them is throws down smoke. One of them is it sends out like a beacon so you can see who's around. Uh, and then they all have a special, which is like a big attack or a big healing burst, you know, depending on the person. So you have to equip your team with different kinds of people in order to have like the best chance at 
at survival. So like I haven't really gotten into that element enough. I've mostly just been playing with the soldier that you do the tutorial with just because that's the kind of person I would normally like to play anyway. Mm -hmm. But the fact that there are other people that do all these different things um, is something that is a cool element to it that isn't in a PUBG or a Blackout. Those are very similar games to this one. Like Fortnite's more cartoony, so it's on a different level. But like those other ones that are similar to this, at least they're they're differentiated with the hero aspect of it. I personally, I don't like like hero shooter games. No, I never played Overwatch or anything like that. They're not. Well, really I mean, my... like, I it's not necessarily like um, it's not necessarily just because of that. Like the what the games were. It's I don't like um, kind of being like tied to a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like games where, like, I can create my character and create, like, the loadout for the character itself. Yeah. As opposed to, like, when I'm playing this one, you know, I, I'm like, I, I usually go with Pathfinder the robot just because I think, like, the robot looks cool. But it's the kind of thing where, like, I wish I could change, <laughs> I wish I could change, like, what the abilities that the characters had equipped around as opposed to just being tied to a certain character if Same. I want to use that certain ability. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to, like, when you're playing this game only one person can pick a character. So, like, at the start of the match, before it starts, it has a thing where it assigns which person picks first, second, and third, and then you have to, like, uh, you know, each one takes their chance to turn to pick a character. Once they pick that character, you can't... No one else can use that character. Yeah. In your squad, not yeah. the whole game, because obviously it's 60 people playing and eight characters. But um, it is kind of annoying when, like, Say you do want to use certain character, and then someone else grabs it, and you're like, "Fuck!" Now I gotta like, yeah. I guess it forces you to learn how to play with everybody, but I still just kind of prefer to just be able to make whatever character I want. Yeah, no, I would too. Um, but at least like it has a differentiator. I would, I too would prefer if I could have like this secondary and this special, because I know I would want somebody that can heal themselves or throw out a healing drone because I get hit a lot. Yeah. Like by the nature of the way that I play, I'm always going forward and trying to push the envelope. So, like, I would love to have that, but I also like the character that calls down, like, an airstrike. Yeah. And I can't combine the two. Because I play, I've played a lot of Call of Duty in my days. And, like, Call of Duty, you know, you mix and match all the perks yeah. depending on what kind of loadout you want. You yeah. custom tailor the guy you want to take into it. And I like having that kind of option as opposed to just being like, all right, well, I guess I have to use this guy or this guy. Mm-hmm. Well, conversely, it's more rounded, though. Like, if you yeah. want the shield on, like, the fast chick, you couldn't do that because she wouldn't be able to carry it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm like... All, I mean, the other... Like, Call of Duty had the, like, banks... Or, the, the, like, the point system where, like, certain abilities cost a certain amount of points, so it was, like, mix and matching to make you... So you couldn't just completely overpower, you know, what loadout you wanted. Yeah. But yeah, I get what you're saying in terms of like the character design. Well, like not just character design, but like speed and like you know their ability to do certain things. Like, speed is probably the biggest one. Where like you know the the portal chick is fast because she's small, but like if you were a big shielded dude who also could use portals, like that would kind of be overpowered because you would just constantly be defending the whole time. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They could have some sort of like balancing mechanism, like the way that Call of Duty would usually yeah. do the perk balancing. That yeah. you know you only have like ten points you can use and like. You know, some abilities cost six points so that you can't, you know, just stack, like, the, you know, the biggest abilities on top of each other. Yeah. You'd have to do that and a lesser ability. Mm-hmm. So. Which is which is what I'm used to playing in terms of, like, games yeah. like Call of Duty. Because I'm, you know, I'm not as into this game as you guys are um, because I was really into Titanfall. Mm-hmm. And I play this and I'm like, I get what this is, but it's also not Titanfall, which is what I wanted. Now, they came out and they said that there is more Titanfall related stuff coming yeah but not titanfall 3 but maybe titanfall 3 like yeah they're, they're being like kind of really sketchy on it and it's the kind of thing where like i play this game and i look at it and i go like okay if this is really successful 
like I have a feeling I don't get Titanfall three because they're just gonna want to like ride this. Instead. So this is the Fortnite uh, BR to the actual Fortnite game. Yeah, kind of. Where like Fortnite was pitched as a game and the battle royale was attack on. Yeah, it's just the inverse. Now. Yeah, but that, but that's different still because that was a brand new game that then got attack on. This is a game franchise that has two games in already and then could change fundamentally forever. It'd be like it's the same thing with Call of Duty where. The Call of Duty with Blackout and no single player was successful, so will you ever get a single player again? Right. Probably yeah. not. That's a bummer for you who plays Call of Duty single player. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm still not entirely sure. Titanfall still didn't have a single player, though. Hmm? Titanfall still didn't, didn't have a single player, though. Well, Titanfall 2 did. Titanfall 2 did, and it was fantastic it was from all great. accounts. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't even yeah, play it was the second really, one. Really, really That's the only reason player. why I bought it was because I heard top... Top to bottom, every single outlet person I know that played it said it is the most fantastic shooter story of all time. Oh, really? No, yeah. It was extremely mm-hmm. good. And, like, really varied. It had a lot of, like, different, like, things that happened in it. Yeah. I mean, it's this... like, one level where, like, time has been fucked up. And, like, uh, the, like, the level keeps, like, switching between two different points in time where, like, everything's destroyed and everything's fixed. And it's, like, really intense. That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah, it was, like, really cool. It's kind of thing where, like, because, you know, wall running. And that's another thing about this game is, like, it doesn't feel like Titanfall. There's some stuff they took out of it. Like, they there is like no the, wall running. Yeah, which... like, the sliding and the, like, it is fast-paced and like that. But, like, they took out the sliding. But, like, in that one, it's, like, the kind of thing where, like, you'd be, like, running in the, across a wall. And then, like, the time would shift. And, like, all of a sudden the wall would be gone. And there's just, like, a flaming pit below. And you're like, oh, fuck. And you had to, like, you know, you eventually you get the ability to, like, control the switch between the two different time periods. Yeah, I was reading a thing where they were talking about some of the mechanics that they wanted to put in and then had to take out. So, like, obviously Titans was yeah. one of them. And they said that whatever variation way they tried to get them in there, it just it didn't work. It wasn't a balanced game. It made no sense. I still think they can do something eventually as maybe, like, a limited time mode. I know we talked about it last week with maybe the way that Fortnite did Thanos where hey, there's one Titan that drops and you can get in it, but maybe when that Titan drops, maybe more powerful weapons drop. So like maybe a rocket launcher drops or maybe, you know, something that can take out a Titan. So you have to take people out before they can get those really powerful weapons. Well, it's like um, in this game, there's that one ship that's like flying around in the yeah. beginning. You do something where like at the beginning, the Titan is on that. Yeah. And like the first person to land there and get it. Because I feel like it would be sad to do something that you do at the beginning of the game. Uh, so that, like, it gives everybody an opportunity to, like, team up against the person in the Titan. Yeah. Because uh, if it, like, happens at the end of the game and there's just, like, five, you know... No, it would spots, have to be, like, know. maybe not the very first thing, but, like, you know, as the on. first ring is closing, yeah. that's when it drops and chaos and stuff. Right, it's going to be, like, a loot drop. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I think they could still put stuff like that in, but they said that the wall running didn't really feel right. It did, it felt... Like it was game breaking almost to be able to run on walls because there are a lot of really high walls. So if you could, you know, run up and onto a wall and like move all around, like yeah. it wouldn't necessarily play the same. Well, you couldn't run up walls. No, you can like run sideways. Yeah, side run on them. But yeah. also, like, there's enough like rocks and stuff in this where it's not like Titanfall was more of an urban environment where mm-hmm. like this is a little bit of both. Like there are buildings and stuff like that, but most of it's out in the in the middle of the open. Yeah, there's desert areas. So like running swamps. along the walls really wouldn't work well no. programming wise on that way no it would only be good for those areas that had walls yeah like none of these open oasis would have that but that would also change the way that you're used to playing like you'd have to essentially play two different ways on two different parts of the map right like the indoor areas would have wall running and you would play it vastly different than you would in the desert where you couldn't do that yeah um, so i could see that kind of being game breaking 
in that it wouldn't be as fun for players. But I, I mean, all these things it. could come at some point. Yeah. They could find a way, especially if it's as popular as it has been so far. Yeah, what was it? Like 10 million people downloaded it. It had 1 million concurrent players. So it had a million players in, in the first eight hours, which is amazing. But that's just everybody trying it out. It's, it's free. It's free. Yeah, so. so there's no reason not. Like, that's what I've been telling people all week. I'm like, hey, you've I know you've played either a Battle Royale in Fortnite or PUBG. Or a shooter. <laughs> or I know you've played Overwatch. Or I know you've played Call of Duty at some point in your life, that was a thing that you enjoyed. Yeah. Play this game. It kind of has aspects of all of that. I think you will like it. So I've just been telling friends nonstop. Um, but a million players in eight hours, two and a half million in the first day, and then 10 million in the first 72 hours, which is just bonkers, like crazy numbers. Uh, they did say crossplay is coming at some point. Yeah. Uh, most likely it's going to be between PC and Xbox to start. Uh, and then if PlayStation gets thrown in, then all the better. Uh, they didn't say anything about, I think they said no cross like save or cross progression. So you won't be able to play on yeah. Xbox and then go play on PC. Like that it's won't not work. Your same account. Yeah. yeah. But you can play with other people from other areas, which is, which is good. Um, and then, yeah, the more Titanfall coming this year. Maybe it's three. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Titanfall with a twist was one of the things that I read. See, that's going back to what I was talking about where I was saying, like, if this game is successful, um, we might not. Uh, uh, so if this game is successful, like we might get Titanfall three, um, but I don't think it'll be like Titanfall as Titanfall was because I feel like they're gonna try and borrow too much from this one uh, because like tonally, this game is completely different from to- Titanfall. Yeah, it's goofier. Yeah, it, it's much like goofier, much brighter. Uh, whereas like Titanfall was a, more of a Call of Duty style, like serious story. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it'll borrow more from that and like kind of turn Titanfall more into like the goofy kind of thing. Or if it doesn't do good, uh, you know, it, it did really good in this first weekend. Um, but in a, in a month, everybody could go back to playing for, for, um, Fortnite as yeah. far as we know. Yeah, um, exactly. So if yeah, it doesn't do good, they'll be like, oh, well, there's no interest in Titanfall as a series. If it does do good, I probably won't get like the Titanfall I like. I mean, you might. And it's entirely like selfish at that point. Yeah, but it's it, you, you You won't be the only person looking to get more Titanfall the way Titanfall 2 was because of how well-received it was. Granted, it didn't sell great, yeah. but that's also because it came out like a week before Battlefield 1 and like all the everything else. So like they kind of buried it, which didn't make any sense. Um, which is another thing with this one that people have been pointing out, that this has been put out like so close to Anthem's release. Yeah, Anthem comes out in what? A week? Two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and this is an EA game. The, essentially, because EA owns Respawn, there's an EA game coming out two weeks before what was supposed to be their big online multiplayer shooter type thing. Yeah. And granted, they're different audiences. Like I wouldn't say that PUBG and Destiny are in the same user base necessarily, but it's got to be some crossover of people who like you know online multiplayer shooter type things. Um, so that's it, it is weird that they did that. It's cool that it was a stealth release and they clearly put you know let Respawn kind of have fun with it. But, yeah, I don't know. And to your point about whether or not you'll get more Titanfall, like, this is set 30 years after Titanfall 2. So clearly the world has changed. There's no saying that after this point in time we can't jump ahead 30 more years and it's back to being Titanfall-esque Or, I mean, they could just and, say, like, this is just separate from what it is because of what it is. Yeah. You know, it could still happen at the same time. And then, because an what this game is supposed to be is, like, basically a game show, right? Essentially? Kind of. Like, this is... This is 
sports entertainment for them. Yeah. They're like, people are like watching this and like enjoying as a, it's like the hunger games, but lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean like people could be watching that wall of, of, you know, a legit war is going on over on a different planet. Yeah, this is escapism for them. Yeah, where well, they don't have to worry about the war. They can just yeah. worry. And about then we got a thing where you're playing like Titanfall three. You're like walking around on a battlefield, and someone goes like, "Hey, do you guys watch Apex Legends last night?" Like, yeah. yeah, I can't believe you know the person did this. You know, yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, Respawn is also working on a Star Wars game, so I don't even know how likely Titanfall three would have been anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't know how... Like, I'm surprised they were working on this, too, considering I want that Star Wars game and I have yet to see anything from it and it's supposed to be out in a couple months, guys. Like, come on. But I'm... Yeah, I'm having a bunch of fun playing this game. I've been playing with everybody I could I could get a chance to, telling all kinds of people to download it, and I put several hours into it. I'm just... I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's the first game in... Probably since I played Yakuza that where I've been, like, at work just being, like... Or, you know, somewhere else just being, like, I just want to go home and, and yeah. play that. And, like, we played for, what, four hours a couple nights ago? It was, yeah. like, two in the morning. Yeah. And I was just like, shit, I gotta go to bed. Yeah. So, yeah, because I think I was, I got, you know, disenchanted with Fortnite for a while just because it was so many younger people. It was, you know, I just kind of lost. Like, right. I still don't hate that game. I just, so much changed where I was like, oh, I'm kind of out. It's I turned like, into a culture yeah. more than a game. And I'm just not, like, as interested in Battle Royale games, I guess. Like, I bought, I bought um, Call of Duty black ops 4 i played the blackout mode like twice mm-hmm. and then i just played uh, standard call of duty yeah so i, I mean ultimately yeah i kind of I'll just like standard arena shooters a lot more than this kind of thing mm-hmm. which is kind of why i was like all right this is cool but i kind of wish i had titanfall 3 instead because mm-hmm. i would play that more it's free like, if this was if this was the same kind of thing where like this was a mode in titanfall 3 yeah I would just and I would do the same thing with Call of Duty. I just play Titanfall three as opposed to yes, this. but it's not, and it was free. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite part about it is that it's free. Now, do you think this will make Blackout go free eventually? And not by and by eventually, I mean somewhat soon, because it's essentially the same game. Uh, I I don't honestly I don't think they really are gonna. I doubt whatever the next Call of Duty that comes out will even have a battle royale mode. You think it'll be done by then? Uh, no, not by later this year. No, 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 like fad wise, like (laughs) not not that essentially that the fad will be done, but like I haven't really heard people talk about blackout mode all that much. No, I think I think it's I think more the people that buy Call of Duty are like me, where like they play it and go, all right, this is a fun mode. I'm just gonna play regular Call of Duty. Yeah, but see, I haven't even heard anything about Call of Duty multiplayer or zombies. Like I don't, I don't hear people talking about any part of that game, let alone the blackout. So I don't know if that's just. Call of Duty is not the hot property anymore, so you don't see it covered as much. Where you do see Fortnite covered, you see Apex Legends being covered like crazy. Everyone's talking about the well, new Anthem and the Division. Like nobody's talking about. There aren't news articles about the newest maps coming to to Blackout or Black Ops or whatever. The way that they're covering, you know, what the new Battle Pass has in Fortnite every day for yeah. the entire season. Yeah. So like, I don't know if it's more popular or less popular. I. I don't. I just haven't seen anything from that game. Yeah, I'm not sure. I never checked like the sales figures for uh, Black Ops. It sold relatively well uh, at the outset, and I think it sold better than like Red Dead in the month of November or something. I think I saw, but I don't. I don't know if that's continued success or just initial. Everyone bought it Black Friday, Christmas. Like I don't. I don't. Well, actually it was know. like thirty five bucks at one point, which is why you bought it too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have sold decently well, you know, as 
about as well as you can expect a Call of Duty game, I would think. But I don't hear people talking about it. No. So. Um, but yeah, Apex Legends was everywhere this week. John and I are really high on it. Joe, more lukewarm, but enjoyed I mean, it. I, it's, it is fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It is a good like game. It yeah. is a very polished and well-built Battle Royale game. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's still just a Battle Royale yeah. game, which is just like yeah. not really my thing. Like I played PUBG when it came out because at the time it was... That was the new thing. That's what it was. Yeah. It was like a whole new thing. It's like, oh, this is like a new way to play a game. Mm-hmm. Like, let's give this a try. Yeah. And then it's like, and then Fortnite came out. And then, you know, this game came out and that game came out. And Call of Duty came out. And Realm Royale came out. And this came out. And, yeah. you know, at that point, it was just like, oh, okay, it's just another Battle Royale game mm-hmm. for me. H1Z1. Yeah. Well, that was the first one. Yeah, that was before. That was before PUBG even. But it was also like a really broken mess. And PUBG the, was the first like polished one. That yeah. The one where out. you were a prisoner. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forget what that was called. But, uh, yeah. Scum. Yeah, so yeah, there's like a bunch of them. <laughs> there's a million there. of them. And like, I've, you know, I played all of them, and this is with like probably the best one yeah. of the ones that I played. Yeah. But still, for yeah, me, it's just like, type. it's just not the kind of yeah, game I would play. Like. I, I've put time to playing. When it came out, like initially, I played it one time and went, like, okay, yeah, that's what it was. And then I jumped in the game with you guys on Friday because it came out on Tuesday? Monday. Monday. Mm-hmm. So it came out Monday. I downloaded it. I played like one round on Monday night and then didn't play it again until friday and loaded up and like i played a couple rounds with john and i was like oh john's like level like 15 like i'm level two so mm-hmm. he's way higher than yeah. me and then you hopped on you're like level 20 you have mm-hmm. like 80 fucking kills in the game i'm like level four and i have like two one kill <laughs> so no, and, and like ultimately also i suck at it so maybe that's it yeah well that's um, because you've only played it a couple of times like i wasn't great the first couple well, of even, days either. even the couple of times that we played uh, we played, you know, like I said, we played like three or four hours. I got two kills like the entire time, whereas yeah. you got like ten, John got like six. Yeah, well, it's not even necessarily about the kills, because you could knock down a bunch of people, but then the squad dies and they get revived and you get no credit whatsoever for that. So Yeah, and I think I told Adam, I don't know if I told you, but I won a round and I had zero kills and 52 damage. Mm-hmm. so i was just not, doing not about the kills nope not about the kills just doing a lot of call outing also i was the shield guy so i was just throwing down shields like crazy yeah. and calling in gunfire and so or the the hailfire and so that's like, the cool part about the hero shooter aspect of it where like you could do something like that where you could be you know super helpful to the team but the stats don't bear it out because how do you gauge how much damage you shielded them from right while they healed up right. or yeah. you know like that's how i played um rainbow six when i played rainbow six like i I like to pick the guys that, like, laid traps and stuff. So I would, like, run around, like, putting down bear traps. Yeah. I wouldn't get, like, a ton of kills, but I would constantly be, like, You're fucking trapping other, people, yeah. fucking with the other team, yeah. kind of thing yeah. like that. Which is which is key. Yeah. So, no, good, good stuff. If you haven't tried it, it's absolutely free to do. If any of the things that we said makes it seem appealing to you, definitely go out and try it. Uh, you know, it takes some getting used to because it is a little different, especially with some of the different mechanics and the squad-based nature of it, but... You know, definitely, definitely give it a shot. All right. Uh, so now time for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week. And we were just talking about Call of Duty, which is made by Activision, and whether or not it's been selling or not selling. This story may bear that out as it the rumor suggests that hundreds of people are going to get laid off from Activision Blizzard due to declining sales overall. That's not to say specifically one franchise, you know, whether it's Blizzard something or, you know, Call of Duty or any other Activision stuff, uh, but 
something's going on over there that we've seen over the last few weeks with people jumping ship, people moving, doing different stuff, uh, and that they're going to be hit with massive layoffs. Yeah. Uh, it was an interview with Bloomberg. Uh, they said that the layoffs could number in the hundreds as part of uh, Activism uh, and Blizzard having employed over 9,800 people as the end of 2017. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling that it's not mes- maybe necessarily that the company is in any kind of dire straits, but that they just kind of realize that the company is incredibly bloated. Yeah. Well, we've, we've had news stories recently about Blizzard and all these people leaving and doing yeah. different stuff. And what was it? Uh, I forget. Like we've, we've had stories yeah. of that in remember. recent weeks. So it's not, this isn't the first thing we've heard negative come out of Activision Blizzard camp. No. Yeah. They've had a, a rough couple, um, a rough couple weeks. And I, I do think I've read that the, like, uh, sales reports and stuff has been down, but they've kind of been down across the board for like a lot of yeah. studios. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it also could be, I mean, what was the other, uh, it was um, Bungie leaving, mm-hmm. you know, they yeah. had that happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Guy left to join them, and I remember like they gave him like a 15 million sign up bonus to, get, to go work for them, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, why are you paying this guy 15 million? He's already getting his thing, but it's just 15 million just to come work for them yeah. kind of thing. Oh, uh, it was uh, the dude who was on Cyber Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, Cyberpunk is the creative director the creative is director joining who left Blizzard. Made the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they've had like a lot of weird things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't somebody was... leave them to go to Netflix? Or was that, that was there was the head of Blizzard like left? To yeah, he left to go to join Netflix. Blizzard yeah. left to go work at Netflix. That's what happened. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a really weird time for them. Yeah. And it seems like I don't know if it's necessarily that they're having a lot of problems or if it's just that, like I said, that they've kind of realized that they're too bloated and they kind of now need to cut back Trim and the really fat. refocus. Yeah. There's also we were just talking about how they're offering refunds on Guitar Hero World Tour. Guitar Hero Live. Live. Guitar Hero Live. Yeah. yeah World, World Tour, Tour was, was the like Xbox Three Sixty game. Ones. Yeah. So they're offering refunds on that because they had to shut down their um, online service for it, which mm-hmm. was like the whole point of the game. The, yeah, but the also... The live part of Guitar Hero Live. Yeah. I know I talked about how I was going to, to get it in my Guitar Hero Live guitar is downstairs because like I want to do try that game again, but like who really bought or cares about that game? Oh, I mean really nobody. Which is just another another misstep that they made. Granted, that was three, four years ago when it, when that game came out. But still, yeah, you know, misstep after misstep, those things start to snowball and you know add up to all right. We need to lay people off, and we need to refocus, and we need to you know trim the fat, as you said. So yeah, yeah. so it's I mean, hundreds of people getting laid off sucks no matter what happens. Yeah, and obviously, you know, any of those that do, and this is the the shitty part about the rumors like this is now. Everyone has got to be sick going to the office tomorrow on Monday and go, okay, is, is it going to be me? Like, yeah. is my department? Like, that's why I wish layoff rumors weren't a thing because that makes stressful time for anyone involved with it because now they, they have to wonder. Like, yeah. Well, conversely, that also gives them time to go and look other places. Yeah. But how much time? Like, is it a, a, in a week they're going to get fired? In a day they're going to get fired? Well, like, granted, also, they might like, get several you know fired. You yeah. Know, do you go shopping around for a new job and you're not one of the people that got fired? Yeah. Like you're in a good place and you really like working there and maybe you, you know, do you force yourself to take some place because there's more stability? Maybe like who knows? It's just a, it's a shitty time and I wish that this wasn't part of the business, but 
Unfortunately, when massive corporations have the potential for layoffs, it's, of course, a big story. Well, it's part so, of any business, too. Yeah. So anybody that's affected, hopefully, if they do get fired, there's at least good severance or they land on their feet. You know, a lot of times when there are big layoffs at companies like this, the other smaller companies jump at the chance to take that talent on. So people don't go unemployed for long periods of time. But, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the hope, at least. Yeah. And with indie developers being as big as they are now, like, popularity-wise and yeah. with releases and everything like that, it also means that, like, people that are working for these larger companies can join those smaller companies and then conversely make those smaller companies better yeah that's because if they have even, experience in a bigger company but that's that's if they're even developers i mean these could be you know secretaries and front office yeah, and yeah. data worker like these could be you know the office Joe business Schmo. types not, not Joe Schmo's, but like yeah, yeah the business part of the right you know the business rather than the developers rather yeah. than the coders or the artists like so i feel like that would be a harder you know time to really get work again because now you're just you know generic business person as opposed to studios they own like I wonder if it's just whole studios. I mean, it could be uh, some there. Whoever the studio that was working on Guitar Hero Live, like they had to have had employees sitting around there still working on that game. Is that you NeverSoft? Know. Uh, well, it was, but NeverSoft as a company got dissolved like a while Into. ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, as to just being part of Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know how many people they had working there, but they're probably sitting there going like. Oh wait, we still have employees that work on guitar-based rhythm games. <laughs> like, why are they still there? Get rid of them. They might just get rid of that entire division of whatever part of it is. Yeah, you know, there there's probably a bunch of studios that they have that just haven't really put anything out in a while. That they're just like, all right, like they're Bye. redundant. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's going to be a shitty time. So you know, thoughts to anyone who works there. You know, keep your head up. You'll land on your feet, hopefully. <laughs> um, all right, but yeah, John, you're right. Like, it is really easy to just kind of like throw together an indie studio and put out something small. Yeah. Again, if these are developers or yeah. creators or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, but I'm sure if you are, maybe you're one of those people that has a game in your mind that you always wanted to make, and now is the opportunity, and you take a couple of friends and you start something. Right. You know, the these I mean, people this are is very how smart. Created. Yeah, they're very smart people that that work at these companies. Like they they have good heads on their shoulders. They can hopefully you know yeah. pivot this into something better. Which yeah, is so hopefully it's for the best. The hope, yeah. Uh, lightning round, a couple big Switch related things, uh, but they're not necessarily all about the Switch. Uh, it, news came out this week that a surprising new service is coming to the Switch. Joe, can you tell us about them? Uh, yeah, uh, Xbox Live is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Wait, the Xbox Live? Uh yes. Microsoft like X Xbox. is in Xbox and then Box is in Xbox. Microsoft's Xbox Live huh. is coming to the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> what what? I mean, Nintendo and Microsoft have been very very open and honest about how they want to work together on yes. stuff. And I mean, they've done, you know, stuff like this in the past. They put out Microsoft has put out games on Nintendo consoles in the past. Yeah. Special uh, perf- Minecraft editions of things where like Sony never got a special like PlayStation mm-hmm. characters Minecraft edition. You yeah. Know? Um, so they've been very open about how they want it. And I mean, I think I can clearly like, at least when it comes to those two and it might be like, why Sony is so competition. Yeah. They're Microsoft and Nintendo are not in direct competition with each other. They no. both kind of really have their very niche, audience that they go to like microsoft and uh, sony are in direct competition wait because they have the same games for the most part you know the a person a person that can own an xbox or own a playstation and still be perfectly fine buying a switch because they want the little handheld thing to go that's what i have i have the 
the PlayStation for all my, you know, quote unquote adult games, you know, my high graphics, deep story. And then I have Nintendo for all my party games and more kid friendly games, my Mario's. I never have to decide which version of something I want to buy it on the Switch or the PlayStation because the same games aren't there. Yeah. Most of the time. But yeah, I and I think they're they're both seeing that they're quote unquote losing this generation, so to speak. Like, you know, PlayStation Four is outselling Xbox One three to one. Obviously, Switch is newer in this generation, but they're already a mid generation thing because the Wii U got trounced. So in a different demographic. Yeah. So they work together on Fortnite. They helped push crossplay into the next you know stage to get Sony to do it because they were doing it. Yeah. They did it with Rocket League. So this isn't Xbox Live in you know its fullest form. This is mostly just for friends lists. Yeah, you're not going to be like playing you know Halo Six from your Switch yet, but possibly we have no idea. I wouldn't be surprised honestly if they reach some kind of deal to put a Game Pass on there, like something where. I could play Xbox games in the cloud that all of the server was running, you know, on Microsoft's end. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm That'd sure it would cool. take money, but you know. No, imagine if they. Uh, they imagine it. if you, they can play all the games for gold stuff that you have. Yeah. Like, because you're already paying for the subscription. Those games come with a subscription. You're not technically paying for those games anyway. Yeah. Uh, they're on a server to begin with, so that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. I would, I, I would I mean, buy a Switch, honestly. Well, yeah, who wouldn't? You'd sell a million Switches instantly from people being like, wait, I can take my Xbox games on the go now? Yeah. Oh, sweet. It essentially means Xbox doesn't have to design its own handheld. They don't have to have the Xbox version of the Vita or the version of the Switch. They can just say, you know what? We've got a bunch of servers somewhere that'll run Crackdown for you on, on the go. As long as you're connected to the you know, Wi-Fi, you're, yeah. good, you're good to play. Well, even if it was just 360 games, like yeah. I, I would buy a handheld 360. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Or or like indie games, you know, like tie your indie library to both of them. So yeah, you know, if you buy a uh, 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 War Groove on the Xbox, you can play it on your Switch. It's already crossplay anyway, but still, yeah. Well, still, like you only have to buy one, and you can you know take it. So on. like cross buy, kind of like the yeah, yeah. PS4 and the Vita. That. Uh, Dude, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, that's got to be the next step, right? I I can't imagine this is here just for friends list and then that's it. I feel like there's some deeper partnership somewhere brewing. Like, I I mean, part of me is thinking, like, are they just going to merge the company? Like, is it just going to become, you know, like how Square and Enix were two different companies and they became Square Enix? Like, will we get Nintendo Microsoft? Nintendo Soft? Something like that? I mean, if this was... If they were just games makers, yes, because that's where Square Enix makes sense, because they were just software right, developers. They were just the developers. fact that they each make their own consoles and are these own like they're different, like they're not really competitive consoles. No, no but Microsoft still would, sells yeah. PCs and Windows. You wouldn't combine and, the companies. No, you'd, you'd work together and have this blossoming partnership at most, but you wouldn't have like Microsoft, Nintendo as one company. Yeah, you could probably have Nintendo Soft as like just the developers. That would make sense, but Microsoft's not going to merge with them because no. Microsoft does ninety percent of home PC sales. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting like Nintendo and Microsoft, the company, to completely merge. Yeah. But I meant like as a game division thing. Yeah. Like, would they become one company? Because like Xbox, like the division, the Microsoft division, is still like a separate from Microsoft as a whole. Yeah. Extent. Oh, so it would be just Xbox, not Microsoft, then. And, yeah, and yeah. That some, and yeah okay. That's that's more of an event. I, I still think that's a bit of a stretch, but if they're listening, if you put Xbox games on a Switch, you'll sell more systems, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, now, how long do you think Sony keeps holding out at that point? 
Forever. For yeah, forever. I think Sony would be much more in a much better place if they wanted to. Not saying that they will or that there's rumors to suggest this, but if they wanted to come out with a Switch style handheld successor to the Vita, then they could. And they'd be in a much better place to do so. They've already launched two handhelds. If they really wanted to have like a portable PlayStation 5 that maybe comes with the PlayStation 5, it's like here, this is a dedicated, it plays all of your PlayStation whatever games. They, and you can take it on the go with you. Here it is. It's a handheld. It's X amount, hundreds of dollars. They'd be in a much better place to do that where I don't see Microsoft out of nowhere being like, handheld, we've made one. Yeah, But Sony, since... I would believe if they came out at whatever they wanted to and been like, handheld, got one. Yeah. Vita 2, what's up? Yeah. SD cards, non-proprietary oh, bullshit. For the love of God. You know, like, for the love of God. Please. I'd much rather believe that than Microsoft coming out with one. But this whole thing starts planting the seeds of Maybe, maybe they don't need to. Maybe Games Pass. Yeah. You know, maybe Xbox Live Gold Games. Maybe something. Yeah. But uh, it's very, it's very intriguing. Yeah. Uh, that's not the only thing coming to Switch, though. The company behind Fortnite's voice chat on Switch, which favorably is done via the headphone jack. You don't need the app. You don't need anything. Uh, they've announced they're making that technology available to developers. So Take conceivably, anybody that wants to make a multiplayer game on Switch and wants to have voice chat built into the game uh, will now be able to do that much easier. It's pretty is, sad that Nintendo needed someone else to do this for them. Yeah, I, well, I think they, they just chose wrongly. I think oh, yeah, I, it's yeah, not that Nintendo did. couldn't do it. I think they just decided they wanted to go a different way and it right. was a dumb way. And here we are. Learn so, from your mistakes, people. Yeah, but that's great because the fact, like, when I learned that Fortnite on the Switch was able to just plug any regular headphones with a microphone into it and have it work just fine right then and there, I was like, okay, cool. So it, it, it's at least possible. Yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. But yeah, they said they're making that available for everybody. So any multiplayer games that come out now could conceivably have real voice chat as opposed to dumb app-based voice chat, mm. which is great. So Apex Legends, when it comes to Switch, real voice chat. They won't. It's not going to come this way. Also, put it in the fucking lobby as well. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's not in the normal game. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, we spoke about Call of Duty previously. Uh, the co-founder of Sledgehammer Games. They're one of the makers of which Call of Duty uh, is it? Advanced Warfare? Were they, yes. Was that them? Maybe? Uh, they, well, they were the ones that did like um, World at War. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think they did World War Two. With Sledgehammer. Yes, they did do World War II. Yeah. Uh, so the co-founder of Sledgehammer Games has left and has joined Take-Two Interactive, uh, working on a whole new project that they haven't confirmed yet. But Borderlands 3, probably. Mm, maybe. Although Borderlands is now a damaged brand, because the person behind it is weird. Alleged. Well, it's definitely weird. <laughs> How weird is yes. alleged? Definitely weird. Uh, so you can't take that away from me. He's definitely, definitely weird. Um, but yeah, this is kind of surprising. I mean, there was the... It seems like a definite uh, step down. Yes. Although, with what we've been saying with Activision so far, maybe uh, it's the smart move. Yeah, I guess he's jumping one like sinking ship to another sinking ship, potentially. Well, no. Take-Two's, uh, they own Rockstar, so they... Oh, you know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing fine. Yeah. Although, they're getting sued by the Pinkertons, so maybe you better watch out. Sledgehammer Games only made three games. They were Modern Warfare 3, Advanced Warfare, and World War Two. Oh, see, we got two of the three. Good for us. We remembered two of the three from Mm -hmm. that one studio. But yeah, I mean, I guess if you just make Call of Duty games every time, you might as well just leave to try something different. Yeah. And if he's seeing, like, what's going on in Activision. Writing on the wall. Well, I mean, you know, going back to 
like what companies in there would be redundant. Mm-hmm. They might be the kind of thing where they're like, do we really need three studios making Call of Duty games? Maybe we only need two studios making Call of Duty games. There really was only two studios making Call of Duty games, and then Sledgehammer Games came in in the mix. But yeah, and that's so, why they'd be the first ones on the chopping block yeah. at that yeah. point. Last in the door, first one out. Pretty much. So, I don't know. Especially if they're if they're going to go with multiplayer-focused non-storylines, you could turn those around a lot quicker annually, so you might only need two. Yeah. You know, writing the uh, yeah, game all imagine, there. I got to imagine like a large part of the development would go into the story, like the story mode. Yeah, if you just have to update maps and tweak mechanics, you could do that and do a multiplayer focused thing every other year. Like that's easy, mm-hmm. easier. I don't want to say it's easy, but it's easier yeah. than trying to do a fully fledged story every you know two years or every you know every year. So, yeah. so yeah, he might have just seen the writing on the wall and said, "All right, I'm going to get out, go somewhere else." Hmm. Yeah. Time to leave. Yeah. So, still more rough times ahead for Activision-related employees. Uh, EA, uh, lightning round, had some news this week on an investor call. Basically broke a ton of new announcements, I guess. Uh, confirming things in long-running EA series that are currently in development. Joe, do you have that list? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, know. okay. That was, that was new. <laughs> I do. I wasn't sure. Sometimes we have the same things. Uh, so, they confirmed on this conference call a new Need for Speed is in development. A new Plants vs. Zombies is in development. That's a franchise I haven't thought about in a long time. Same. Now, it could be, a, a, what is it, Garden Warfare Dude, 3 or Warfare 4 or whatever is, they're on? It would be 3. three. Yeah, 3. Yeah. Those games are phenomenal. So, if they make another one, pl- please do. I don't yeah. know how well they sold, though. Yeah. I really well. The second one like was a game that like dropped down in price incredibly quickly. The first one sold incredibly well. Uh. I mean, I'll throw this out there. It wouldn't be too far-fetched. Uh, Garden go. Warfare Battle, Battle Royale. Royale. I mean, uh, it's it's already kid friendly, and it, and it's a hero based shooter as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's already there. I can absolutely one hundred percent see that. Yeah, Dude, I'm okay. And with also, it. I like I'm almost kind of like that sounds like a lot of fun. Dude, yeah. you and I played see? a shitload of uh, Garden Warfare. I well, I played just to grind for achievements. You yeah. actually were playing because you enjoyed it. You played to have fun. I, I did it because it was work. Because I was insanely <laughs> good at it as well. Yeah. I went ninety nine and one in one match. Wow! Yes, yeah. killing all them plants yeah. or, zomb- or zombies. No, you can't. Sure plants. It well, it depends the, the on it depends on the just, mode. Well, the first gotcha. one was just like plants versus plants, right? And then the second one was no. There was two different modes. Oh. There was like a, a tower defense mode uh, where you played as the plants. It's a horde mode, like yeah. from from Gears or whatever, or zombie mode from Call of Duty. Um, and then there was a plants versus plants mode as well. Mm-hmm. So what else was, uh, uh, the last thing was they confirmed that uh, Jedi fallen order is coming out this fall. So that was the, the third thing is it was definite confirmation that it's definitely coming out in the fall. It's also going to have information coming out about it soon. Apparently. I mean, I hope anything? It's a lot, <laughs> well, it's a lot more no, than they a said, guy sitting in the front row. They I, said, you know what? I don't want it to be that. I want them to just go to his house and he's still sitting in a folding chair just like on the front porch being like, yep, it's, no, it's coming. It's no, they go, they go to wherever it was that they had that thing and it's, it's a completely empty theater except for him still sitting in the front row just with a big beard now. Because yeah, he hasn't moved. Uh, and he's just he's looking at something on an iPad being like, yes, I can see from the work being done <laughs> that this is still coming out in the fall. So, Sir, yep. you're just staring at a lunch tray. <laughs> Back to you in the studio. Like, that's what he would say, even though there's no studio. And he's clearly just a madman gone crazy. This game doesn't actually exist. The whole time. You have never actually worked for them. No. He's just, <laughs> he was a, random just a crazy guy member. in the front row. Yeah. But they so. did say that there's going to be information coming out and, like, stuff you can see and, like... And they were like, you're going to be excited. Like, no fucking shit. Well, Star Wars Celebration is coming up 
uh, I think it's around May the 4th again this year. Well, so yeah, it's it's May the 4th, May the 4th. No, sometimes it's in April. Sometimes it's oh. it just it varies based on when they can book oh, dumb. a convention. It should always be May the 4th. I know, but sometimes May the 4th is in a weekend. It is this year. But, but it should be that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's coming up soon. So that's a good place to put it. I mean, obviously, we're only, you know, E3's in June, so that's not that far out if you wanted to say coming soon. Yeah, so Blake Jorgensen said that... That's the front row guy. You'll start to see in the next few months glimpses of the Star Wars game, and I think you'll be blown away with what you see. Yeah, because it, they'll have shown me something. Right, because that's uh, something to see for once. Yeah, I'll be surprised. I'll be like, so blown away they decided to show me this game. I'll be like, I can't believe it. Look at them showing me a game. But yeah, they confirmed it's the fall, so... I, we'll see, I guess. Uh, yeah, just, just just show me something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, those are new uh, confirmations. You guys want a new Need for Speed? We glossed over that one a little bit. Uh, I, I actually don't care. really like the last Need for Speed game. Me too, but I beat it in, like, two sittings. Like, yeah. And I'm not playing that online. No. Like, there's Forza to play online. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, is it just kind of feels like there's better options at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it does... Is it... It's been more than a year since the last one came out, though. Uh, 2017. Yeah. All right. So, like, at least if maybe they're taking time to you know, really polish this one, as opposed to just doing it, like, yearly, yeah. it could be really good. Which is fine. It doesn't need to be an annualized release. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I liked them because they did, like, good cinematic stuff, which is something that no one else really ever does. Wasn't it more like Burnout, too? Yeah, but it also had, like, a story mode and yeah. stuff that was really interesting. Uh, you know, when you play Forza, it's just like, go here, race. If you play Gran Turismo, it's just like, go here, race. Yeah. This one, it's like, there's actually a plot going along with yeah, it. Yeah, sort of a story. Yeah, you know, they're definitely trying to be Fast and Furious, but still, like, Fast and Furious is cheesy fun. Makes money. Yeah, I gotta see how it is first before I get excited, but I'm interested. There you go. All right, lightning round. Mortal Kombat 11 got a huge unveiling a couple weeks ago. But they only did it with some of their characters. It seems the internet has found out the rest. Uh, yeah, on um, Steam Database, which is uh, like a Steam database. You um, don't say. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Uh, Please elaborate. Uh, the uh, like code files for the achievements in the game uh, were uploaded. And uh, in the achievement list was uh, achievements essentially for like... Um, Perform X amount of finishers with X character kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, so uh, it basically gives who all the characters yeah, are. Yeah, they, they didn't like give the full thing. It only gave the first three letters of the character's name, but it's fairly easy to figure out who yeah. the characters are. So a lot of characters haven't been announced yet for the game. Um, and so you got things like uh, perform X amount with CAS. And everyone goes, okay, that's most likely Cassie Cage from the last game. Yeah, spo- spoilers, by the way, if you're the person who doesn't want to know. Too bad, uh, so too bad yeah, Joe gave you one. Yeah, so a lot of different characters that haven't been announced are in there. Most of them are pretty much characters that everyone just kind of assumed. Yeah. It's all, most of these are the characters from the last game, like the new batch, because the last game was like half new characters, half old characters. So it looks like they're bringing back, because everyone was kind of like, oh, it, they haven't announced any of the old characters yet, or uh, any of the new characters yet. Mm-hmm. It was like Sonya Blade. And, well, yeah, you announced those to hype people up. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know that Scorpion and Sub-Zero and Johnny Cage and all those and people are in the game, because that. those are staple characters. Yeah. I don't care as much about, you know, whoever got announced in Mortal Kombat 10. It's yeah, not you're as... not like, oh yeah, Kotal Khan. Yeah. 
sure, okay, I'm sure that's somebody's favorite character from that game, but I want to know that the classics are in there first. Yeah, so uh, the people that were on this were Cassie Cage, uh, Aaron Black, Jade, uh, Lou, which could either be Lou Kang or Lou... Uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, Lou, uh, Lou Kang. Kun could either be Kung Lao or Kung Jin. Uh, Frost, uh, Jackie Briggs, uh, Kotal Kahn... Uh, and there were three other ones that people are like, we're not entirely sure who these are. They might be entirely new characters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so those are mostly characters from the last game, uh, the new characters from the last game. Um, so which, I mean, it's not surprising that they would introduce these characters and just make them disappear for the next one. Um, who they did confirm is not going to be in the game is Shaggy Rogers from Scooby-Doo. Oh, poor who, Shaggy. Who people were, uh, Shaggy, no. people were started a petition to get him added into the game as a DLC character because Mortal Kombat loves their DLC characters mm-hmm. and the whole Shaggy only uses like 1% of his power meme is, uh, out there and everyone was trying to get him into that. Uh, why they didn't try and get him into as a DLC character in Dragon Ball Fighters because the whole meme is that like He's a Dragon Ball character. Seems to make that more sense that he would be in that game than in Mortal Kombat. Mm. Yeah, but Mortal Kombat has a more distinct lineage of putting in characters from yeah, other franchises. Yeah, obscure different characters yeah. from different franchises. NetherRealm in general, like both between Injustice and Mortal Kombat, has put in all of the you know the horror icons, the Ninja Turtles. Like, oh, I forgot the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they're yeah. in Injustice. So like all these different... I could see it fitting in better in Mortal Kombat than I would in Dragon Ball Fighters, even though it technically it makes more sense anyone. to the meme. <laughs> but I could see it being if he just showed up. Because Warner Brothers is the you know the people who put out the Mortal Kombat games, and Shaggy is a Warner Brothers character. So like, yeah. it makes sense and is wholly believable I, well, I don't think they would want Shaggy Rogers ripping people's spines out. It would be the only thing. I mean, he fights ghosts and monsters all the time. Like but up until the end, when you find out that they're not. Right. Yeah, it was but you don't know that man. until the very end when they solve the mystery. It's always just old man McGillicuddy. Yeah, who runs the haunted amusement park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you wrestlers... don't know that until they solve the crime. It could be a ghost. This could be the time it's a ghost or a ghoul or a monster. But then that opens up the gateway of the wrestlers coming in. So now John Cena can also fight against Sub Zero. So can the Harlem Globetrotters. I like this universe that they're building if that's what they want to do. I, I can absolutely already picture his finisher move where he they're like on the ground and he walks over and says, time to pull this mask off. And he just rips the skin off of their head. Ooh. Just just have the skeleton there and just goes, oh, whoops. <laughs> no, see, my, my assumption for his finisher would be something where he stacks a giant sandwich that's like the height of the person he's fighting and then like unhinges his jaw to eat both of them. <laughs> That would be my idea for his his finish. You got one, or or you got one, John. You no, got those, potential are, those are potential shaggy finishers. I'm not going to show you guys. Has to come in as a finisher move somehow. Yeah, yeah. He could just he could just jumps say, in like him. bites their head oh, off. Oh, sick him, Scoob. Yeah, and then he goes in and attacks him. And oh no, he whatever. takes a Scooby snack, throws it in oh. their mouth, shoves it in their mouth, and then Scooby goes and then for Scooby it. Scooby like jumps through his chest. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Comes out the other side with the Scooby snack. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh man, it'd be so good. Yeah, you no, just I, no, I really want this. <laughs> right? I was I was kind of anti this when I saw the memes. I was like, eh, these aren't that great. Like, sure. But now that, I, now that I'm now starting to converted. build out the character uh, a little bit, I, I like it a lot. He'd obviously get super ripped before, like, at some point. Like, he'd take a bong rip or something. and Yeah. You know, and then he'd become all powerful. His like entrance Tally is just, in the South Park game. He comes <laughs> out, like, and there's just, like, smoke behind him. Yeah. He's coughing. Oh, the, uh, the Mr. Machine pulls up. 
the door slides off. It's, smoke pours smoke comes out. out. Yeah. yeah. And then he kind of like stumbles out. And then he has a finisher where he calls the mystery machine to come and flatten yeah. them. Yeah, it'd be kind of like a drunken master. Like that would be his fighting style. It would be super high. Mm-hmm. You know, it would work. There's smoke all, with all the ghouls and monsters and stuff. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. What what was on the, the one that was a robot? The Mortal Kombat character, Ermac. One the mm-hmm. one of them was a robot. Somebody yeah, it was, is a uh, robot. Cyrax and Cyrax. Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. There about. were two robots. Cyrax yeah. and something else. So Cyrax yeah. comes out and he like rips open his head and smoke comes out and he like sniffs it, sniffs it in. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, no, I like all this. So yeah, sure. Put put you. He's first DLC, right? <laughs> Do like, it at this point. I already confirmed. Not in the, the main game. Ideas. They didn't Stop. say he wasn't in DLC. He's just not in the main. Game. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not in the achievements because he's not. He's a DLC character. Right. He's coming. He has to be at this point. It's too. It's too much. Its own thing. Like you can't stop it now. It just has to. The next logical step. Like I of said, the only thing. thing that would keep it would be them being like, we don't want Shaggy murdering people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like he's a child cartoon character yeah but so is Sorry archie and they've got uh you know they got that murder people with archie. On, yeah, yeah they had uh, archie versus the punisher yeah archie versus predator but that started out as a fun teeny bopper type thing so you yeah. can you can cross reference all the time let's do it why not uh um, yeah, what's that uh after life with archie well and also like don't they have that new scary sabrina the teenage witch show it's yep. like all dark and gruesome mm-hmm. yeah same thing that was wholesome and fun and kitty, even though, you know, witches. But well, still. Well, it's a spin-off of, of Riverdale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Lightning round. The final episode of the final season of The Walking Dead, the game. The former Telltale game, now Skybound Games game, uh, has gotten a final release date of March the 26th. That so, seems really far away. March the 26th. It's only a month away. And the, the other, the last episode just came out, like, this month, I think. So can't believe it's just been like I would have figured they would have dropped them closer. But well, a month, uh, yeah. a month apart. I haven't been paying attention to what the reschedules for these games have been for a long time. So yeah, it seems you know it seems relatively quick. If the other one is even out yet, no, yeah, know. it came out in January, I think. I don't know. Like I said, I I'm happy for the people that like they get to actually finish it at yeah. this point after all these years of like building up to it. But yeah. I Otherwise, still don't care and don't pay yeah. attention. No, but at least like it's finally done. Like this is the this is it. This is the end of Telltale, essentially. Depending on the Netflix thing, they were or were not working on. That's the, the only reason they were still staying in business. Yeah, and the, but then it closed anyway. So who knows? This could be the the final piece of of Telltale comes out. Oh no, my Minecraft Netflix show. Yeah, I can't boo. Wait to not see that. But yeah, at least those uh, at least those people get to finish out the Clementine story and, and this whole thing that was started all those years ago. So maybe when they eventually put out like a Walking Dead complete like ninety dollar s- thing and it's just all of the games smashed yeah. together. Can they? I don't even know if they can now. Does Skybound own the rights to the previous episodes? We don't know. Uh-huh. That's a good point. Uh, we don't oh, know no. what happened when the things got sold off, if they had to liquidate. Like, who knows what Skybound got? Was it just the final season, the well, final f- two episodes? Or yeah, was did it. Do they, they just own the last three? Or Yeah. But Skybound know. is owned, owned by Robert Kirkman, who owns Walking Dead. So that's also another thing that he might have, like, he, general rights towards the game after it got signed off. Maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, don't we, we don't know. No, that's all legalese stuff that. So right. you may never get that. Obviously, if you do, it'd be a more worthwhile thing to play, but. Uh, I don't know that we'll ever see that. This might be just the last that anybody sees of The Walking Dead. This uh, this date, by the way, is the same date that they'll release the physical like season. You can buy it in, in yeah. box. Mm-hmm. So, the end of The Walking Dead. 
If only the show will follow suit. <laughs> uh, lightning round. Uh, we got new Games Pass games. Joe, do you have those, or is this another me one? This is another you one. Okay, uh, let me pull those up. Uh, meanwhile, we could talk about how I Microsoft... I know one of them is Crackdown. Yes. Uh, Microsoft Game Studios has changed their name. You have that, right, Joe? Uh, I do have that one, yes. Why don't you tell us about that? What's the new name? Poop and Cocker uh, Game Studios. It's now Xbox Game Studios. Wow. Creative. Yeah. I can't so believe it. Massive change. Yeah, I can't. Like, I'm gonna forget they're even the same company. Well, I, th- th- this might go back to the whole thing with Nintendo. Like, yeah. maybe they were like, okay, well, we don't want to directly tie this to Microsoft, but we can easily tie Xbox as a separate entity from Microsoft mm-hmm. to Nintendo. Uh, you know, as opposed to like trying to try, you know, tie two major corporations together. Now they're just tying their the game divisions together. Yeah. So I've got the games right here out already. We've got Tomb Raider Definitive Edition and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, that one came out this week. The Walking Dead complete first but season. But not, not the middle one. Not the middle not one. Rise just the first the and the Which third. Which maybe was already on there. It could be. Yeah. These are just the new ones. Uh, I got Pumped BMX Pro. The Walking Dead complete first season. De Blob is coming uh, on Valentine's Day. So you can de Blob oh. with your loved ones. You uh, don't have any. February the 15th is Crackdown 3, so that's when you can get excited about it. You are a blob, though. Yeah. Um, so, John, are you going to do the, the trial to, I will. to play Crackdown 3? Yeah, yeah I'm going to definitely do that. Well, included the week later will be Batman The Return to Arkham Collection. Still not playing that. Uh, so, that would that, those games are good. I mean, I've played them before. Yeah. So, those are some pretty good games coming to Xbox Games Pass. And renaming the studio. So I might yeah. have to go and buy an external hard drive. Uh, because they just announced like a, a Sony like branded external hard drive. Well, I mean for my yeah, Xbox. Were, yeah, they just I, slap a sticker on like I a Seagate. Two hundred and fifty gigs on my Xbox. And yeah. it's full every time I try and download something. I have to like slowly whittle down my game catalog. It's funny. I, I'm I'm doing the, that's why I thought about the hard drive for the PlayStation because I do that with the PlayStation. Where I'm like constantly oh, yeah. I have to delete something if I want to download something new. See, we're inverse because I have a one terabyte on my uh, yeah on my PS4. My parent PS4 is just whatever the uh, Pro came with. Yeah. But I have I only have twelve games on my Xbox <laughs> because it's got such little hard drive space. No, yeah, external hard drive is clutch. Yeah, but I'll have to do one for this Games Pass because I think they have to download at least some portion of the game before you can play it. Oh yeah. All right, uh, lightning round. Uh, NES Online, the Nintendo Switch Online, is also getting new games in the month of February, uh, including Super Mario Brothers Two, mm. and what was the other? And Kirby's Adventure. Oh, yeah. two very good games. Two very good games are coming in what is a growing catalog of really awesome games. Yeah. Uh, also, rumors came out this week in relation to this uh, that they're looking to beef up and have a, like a tiers of online, which I think points more to the rumors that we've talked about in recent weeks of, of like adding, uh, Super, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, maybe N64, GameCube. maybe GameCube, and paying more. Now, would you guys pay more to be able to have access to all those games? And what's kind of your max, if you would? What uh, is it right now? 20 bucks a year. So maybe they do a monthly thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see doing like if, if I paid 60 bucks a year, like I do for PlayStation plus or, you know, Xbox live, Getting but, everything. It, but it had NES, SNES, N64. I would absolutely pay GameCube. That. I absolutely, I wouldn't pay more than that. I don't think, but yeah, I feel like 60 bucks for the year is like the upper limit of what I can do. Yeah. Well, not what I can do, but what I'm willing to do. Uh, although I pay to like, play games you've already played before. Yeah, pretty much. But, um, but I mean, I also pay like what is it, 120 bucks now for Amazon Prime a year. Yeah. 
At least I would get a lot of probably more use out of that than I do out of Amazon Prime. I don't know. I mean, you buy shit on Amazon all the time, so you're you are paying for it with the the shipping, but that's uh, that's a different mm-hmm. animal. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I would very much <laughs> like to see that. I think there, you know, the rumor is that one of the new Nintendo Directs is going to address that, and they'll have something because I think there's a rumored direct coming up for this week, which is going to unveil that surprise 2019 game mm-hmm. that a lot of people that we talked about. Metroid that, Prime Trilogy. Yeah, I saw that. I also saw the potential for a Mario Maker 2. Uh, Mario Maker for the 3DS. Yeah, I don't know why it's not on a Switch yet. Mario Maker for the 3DS just went down uh, to 20 bucks as part of the classics. Uh, so that is now much cheaper, which kind of paves the way for the next Mario Maker, whether it's just the same one XD or DX or something, it's got one new thing, or it's a wholly new sequel. Um, I could I mean, see I don't that. know how you entirely make a whole new sequel out of it. Yeah, you just add a ton of elements that weren't in the first game. Mm. You know, a bunch of different. Ooh, what if it's like 3D Mario Maker? That would be so sick. It was like Mario 64 Mario Maker. Don't even get me started on how awesome <laughs> that would be. Or even just Mario 3D Land. Like it's still oh, a it's yeah, still an end to end, but you can make it in 3D space. I mean, that's a logical thing to do, uh, and that would make it a true sequel as opposed to some of the things. I was like, well, what do you? I asked you know friends like, what do you add? And they're like slopes. I'm like, okay. What about yes. a Paper Mario mechanic where you can be in 2D and in 3D? Yeah, that would be awesome too. I think there's there's so much more to Mario than just left to right running that you could incorporate into a sequel. So you'd still have the NES, SNES, New Super Mario Brothers styles of you know gameplay. But if you could add in three-dimensional things or switching between 2D and 3D, like, yeah, that I would mean, be awesome. The Paper Mario thing is probably the easiest gap because it's still a left to right game. Yeah. But it adds in the other element. Well, in 3D Land is essentially still just a left-to-right Mario, but it's backward to forward. Like, it's the same type of idea. There's still a, a start point and an end point, rather than Mario 64 it, or right. Odyssey, where it's open world. Yeah. You could do or it... Or Galaxy, three, or anything. Yeah. You could oh. do a 3D Land style, and I right. think that would fit perfectly into yeah. Mario Or just, Mario like, too. aesthetically, also, if it came down to it. Like, yeah. do, like, Paper Mario, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, yeah. Yoshi's Crafted World, so you can, like, make those different... Aesthetic, you know, yep. changes to it. Kirby's Yarn Adventure. Was yeah, there yeah. Yoshi's in Mario Maker? Could you add Yoshi to a level? Uh, I don't. I didn't ever I play mean, it, so I'm trying to remember. Like yeah. I, I played it a lot, and I remember watching a lot I'm of it sure too. You could add Yoshi to it. I don't. I don't remember. I don't. No, I think you could it, because so I, I remember that. watching people do those like ultra hard levels, and yeah. some of them involve Yoshi's because he's invulnerable to certain things. The thing is, is that because it looks exactly the same as all the old games, I don't remember like if I yeah, saw yeah. A if Yoshi it's just modded recently, versions. Or yeah, is just... it modded? Is it a speed run of an old game? Yeah. Is it like what am I actually remembering in my brain? Because I can see it, but I don't remember if that's real or not. So, but that would be something. No, he's definitely in it because I remember watching like okay. ridiculous people making those impossible levels. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. being part of it. Yeah, I feel yeah in my brain I feel like that's right, but it also could just be a level I don't really remember from Super Mario World or something. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that would, those would be worthwhile additions to make a Mario Maker two. Uh, but that's one of the things that that's rumored for the upcoming direct. So we'll see if that comes to fruition this week or next week or what. We'll definitely be keeping our eyes peeled. The only thing I would say is I was playing around with the um, uh, whatever the hell that it is where you can play all the old games, the not virtual console. Yeah. Um, and they need to streamline that thing because it's a pain in the ass to like go through. 
Well, you, I think you can reorganize it so it's like alphabetical. I think so. Oh, okay. I couldn't figure it. Well, I mean, I wasn't looking too hard. I wasn't trying to fix it. I was just like scrolling through things going like, God, this is just a mess to like Yeah, because they're not in any through. kind of yeah. real order. They're just like and... stacked there. You yeah. Know? Well, I think they are in alphabetical order, but the new ones just get added to the top. Yeah. And they're like bigger tiles. And yeah. And they get smaller when they... Oh, it just needs to be streamlined. Yeah, just organize it a bit better. Especially mm-hmm. if you're going to upgrade it and put more things in there and have mm-hmm. an SNES online and, and all that other stuff. So, uh, Lightning round. We got a rumor. This Is it a rumor this week of a new game from... Uh, not Maybe not made by Bioware, but an old Bioware franchise. Oh, it was a trademark register. Trademark register. Yeah, so uh, Bioware trademarked uh, a, a re-up their trademark, uh, Jade Empire. Uh, which was an original Xbox uh, RPGs, kind of earlier. It's their post Kotor pre Mass Effect. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, Two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very popular, but like never went anywhere like the other ones. Uh, it seemed like it was they just kind of wanted to do like a little one off. I guess probably while they were working on their newer games. Mm-hmm. It wasn't franchise as well. I mean, it's just Chinese lore. Like true. Yeah, it's not Star Wars and it's not science fiction. Like it's a much more niche uh, genre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was a very popular game. I remember. Uh, I personally, I, I, it was one of the, f- the ones that I like really spent a lot of time in. Like I didn't really like Kotor all that much because I'm just not like a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, because you hate Star Wars and fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, I mean, Mass Effect, I played Mass Effect when it was, you know, because it was Mass Effect at the time. It was the big thing. But uh, I had a lot of fun with uh, Jade Empire. It had, like, really cool combat, uh, really interesting story. Um, So I'd like to see them bring it back. Um, Now, do you think this is a re-up on the patent or trademark so that way it can be a backwards compatible game and they don't have to worry about licensing or what have you? Maybe they just didn't want to let the, like, somebody else steal the trademark so they re-upped it anyways. Um, Yeah. Looking I mean, at you, THQ Nordic. Yeah, well, it's it's. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna buy it. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. It's just that like I can't picture them working on this right now. No, like they, uh, I mean, they've had uh, Bioware has had their share of problems in recent years. Yeah, um, we know that they got Anthem coming <laughs> out. They're about to have another one. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I, I just can't but feel like Anthem is gonna be a disaster. I really want it to not, but it just. It feels like everything is pointing to this game is just going to be a disaster. Well, maybe that's their recovery from it. Is they they're if abandoning they can, if they can recover, from but they're it. abandoning. Maybe they'll abandon Anthem and go right into Jade Empire. And well, also aren't they working on a new Dragon Age? They said after Anthem. Oh yeah, so, yeah. so they got they a new Dragon <laughs> Age, and then maybe Jade Empire, or maybe, maybe they'll just be working on it at the same time. I, I was, don't know. Maybe it's a Jade Empire crossover with Dragon Age. Oh, they could, they, they could China, be around the same like, time. Chinese lore to sure. Dragon Age. Was the trademark filed by Bioware? Or was it filed by EA? Because uh, EA could that. be going, "Hey, other studio make Jade Empire. Like, we own it." Right. Bioware didn't make Knights of the Old Republic too. Yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, I think that changes. Uh, yeah, it was it was EA. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Th- it could just be in development in another studio. It's possible. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see what they could do. It could be cool, but I don't have a lot of faith in Bioware at the moment, so I'm not going to get my hopes up. Mm, fair. 
Uh, all right, lightning round. We're just into 2019, only in the second month of the year. So now is the time where you're really seeing all of the the best ofs kind of shake out. You've got Grammys tonight, Oscars are coming up, like all the different, like, let's wrap up 2018 into a nice ball. I didn't know the Grammys were tonight. Yeah, Grammys are tonight. One of my favorite bands is, is up for an award. There you go. Yeah. Elton John. Um, my favorite band. Ellen John, the band. Yeah. Uh, so what came out this week was the kind of best of of 2018 for uh, best studios, right? Uh, yeah, Metacritic released uh, all their 2018 stats, kind of breaking everything down. Yep. Uh, Micro, uh, uh, Capcom ended up coming away as the best studio of 2018. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, well, they didn't critic wise. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So what this was was it, it? It's Metacritic, so it like calculated what games from what studios got like the best scores out of everything. Is this uh, user reviews and actual critics, or is this just you know actual critic outlets, or is this just users? Does it say? Uh, I would assume probably it's just critics. It looks like it's it's overall. Okay. So it probably combined critics Both. and fan yeah. score. Um, and yeah, Capcom came out uh, on the top. Uh, they released 14 unique titles in 2018. Uh, the big ones being Mega Man 11, Monster Hunter World, and uh, the Mega Man Collections. Yep. Regular uh, and Fighter 30th Anniversary also came out this year. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have a list of all 14 games, which is kind of disappointing, at least on this thing. Uh, you could probably go to the Metacritic Capcom and find it. Up bundle, the Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary, Monster Hunter World, Resident Evil Revelations Collection, Puzzle Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, that was last year. Yeah. So those are the big ones. Okay. Uh, so all in all, uh, it looks like it was probably Monster Hunter World, which was a big success that yep. kind of put them over the top. At uh, the very beginning of the year, too, because that came out in January. Yeah. 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 So they kind of rode high on that one. And the, the Mega Man collections also did gangbusters. Like, they yeah. were very well received. Mega Man well 11 received. was very well received as well. Yep. Even though, yeah, I only had half of it on the game. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. People still enjoyed it. Yeah. The delivery method aside, mm-hmm. it's still quite enjoyable. So good for Capcom. I was surprised by that. Yeah, I just didn't, like, it, I mean, if Resident Evil 2 had come out, like, at the tail end of 29 or 18, yeah. oh, I, it would I, been would have, I would have been like, oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, oh, wait, no, that didn't, that came out, you know, 2019. 2019. But so they're already setting themselves up for. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Pretty good year. But yeah, uh, the collections did really well. Everybody loved the, the way the games were restored and all that stuff. So that. That put them that put them high on everybody's list for sure. Uh, second place, Sega. What did Sega? Yakuza's. Uh, uh, yeah, it says uh, Sega came in second place um, thanks to games like Sonic Mania Plus, which apparently was a big hit. Okay. Uh, and Two Point Hospital, which I have no idea what that was. Uh, they also put out it's a bunch of JRPGs points. that were very popular. Like what? Uh, Shining Residence Refrain. Oh yeah, we we always see that at Best Buy. I'm like, I wonder what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, Sega puts out like lots of RPGs and stuff. Um, and I mean, this is also, I guess, it looks like it's probably combining um, like Japanese rankings as well. Yeah. So they're probably a lot bigger in Japan. I can picture Capcom in Japan being a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, especially for like Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Two Point Hospital is a business simulation game for the PC. It had an 87 rating on Metascore, or Metacritic. It's got a 9 out of 10 on Steam. People (laughs) really like their sim games. There it is. Uh, And then third place was EA. Wow. Hmm. Higher than I would have expected. Yeah. Uh, FIFA was because they put out so much. Madden. Yeah, all the sports stuff. NHL. Well, not all the sports stuff. They still put out NBA Live. (laughs) (laughs) Still a garbage game every time they try. 
Uh, surprised that uh, Nintendo wasn't on there, though. Mm, I don't know. They didn't really have... What were their big gangbusters this year? Smash? Smash. Mario Tennis was well-reviewed. Octopath Traveler? Yeah. I don't know how well-reviewed it was. I don't remember the reviews on it. I, I know they were good, but I don't know uh, if they were stellar. Metacritic rating is 83. Okay. Yeah, yeah. not bad. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, but I guess like when you're kind of comparing like everything else getting 90s, you're like, yeah, an 83 is good, but... Yeah. You know, but if we're talking about the top against. of the top, yeah. And then what other smaller things did they have that maybe took away from that? You have to wonder, too. Mm-hmm. And they could be in the top five, because you only read out the top three, right? Uh, yeah, that was a top three. Yeah, so they uh, could be number like four. Nintendo was number four. Yeah, okay. I was like, uh, Nintendo was still be there. this year with sales like Mario Tennis Aces, Octopath Traveler, Super Smash Brothers, uh, and Kirby Battle Royale. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So, congratulations to Capcom for killing it in 2018. Lightning round, what they probably will also kill is any hopes of the Monster Hunter movie being any good. Uh, though we did get a release date for that, which is September the 4th. 2020 so you've got Seems far away well they've got to do all that cgi to make up the the monsters and i think they're still filming so uh, i'm not that surprising optimistic. i guess i think the movie will be entertaining it will not be a monster hunter movie though i don't know i mean from at first when it was when you know when they first showed the first picture when they were just like soldiers, soldiers? Yeah. i was like eh. but then they showed the other one with the the whatever that guy is uh, from Ungbok. Mm-hmm. A, like dressed full kid out in like a legit looking yeah. monster hunter thing with like the giant sword i was like damn that looks like monster hunter Tony ja? Tony ja? yeah yeah i think this is gonna be one of those things where they're clearly soldiers that get sucked through a portal to an alternate dimension and boom monster hunters which i mean is unnecessary it could just be a monster hunter movie it but could either way it looks like they're at least being faithful to the design, like the yeah, the Tony Jaw to costume point. that we saw looked really good, and he was carrying around the giant like yeah, the jawbone sword. sword. Yeah, yeah. And I think Mila Jovovich put up another like picture on like Instagram or something that was an iconic Monster Hunter weapon. That yeah, looked... she had the the sling arm. Yeah, sling yeah. blade. Sling, not sling blade. Oh uh, yeah, the like the bug thing that's on your arm. Yeah, the that shot the, thing, yeah. crossbow, whatever the yeah. hell it's called. I know what you're talking about. And so like that looked authentic, and mm-hmm. so there's there's elements to it, but there's also elements that aren't it. Yeah. So, so it's like if you guys are being so true, just what the, the hell is this other shit? Yeah. Why it's do you have to stop Hollywood. halfway? It's called Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, hey, we'll give you your weird shit, do. but you got to ground in some reality, yeah. otherwise yeah. you don't get yeah. to make it. Like, uh, it's gonna I? bomb. I'm still optimistic about it. I'm not yeah. going to go see it in theaters probably, but I will watch it eventually. Yeah. I, I I just naturally assume it's going to bomb because of the pedigree behind it. Right. I, I, Resident Evil movies didn't bomb. That's it's true. the same pedigree. So. Well, like, Resident Evil is also bomb a bigger concept. Bomb in, like, they're terrible movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> you still watch them. Yeah. Uh, no, I watch them because they're terrible. Yeah, but also because it's Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you consume everything. I'm, I'm not expecting them to be good, but no. I'm also not completely going to like say I'm not going to be surprised. No, I guess. No. Like I, I'm like this is going to be garbage, but I have a feeling I might be really surprised at how good. Yeah. It is. But garbage can be fun. Yeah. At least in movies, regular garbage, not so much. You almost never it find fun terrible. stuff there. Yeah. Almost never find anything fun. That's where I find all my best food. Mm. Well, you are a raccoon, so it <laughs> makes entirely too much sense. Uh, all right, any last thoughts on the Monster Hunter movie? No. Any items that we missed in this week's lightning round, not lightning round? No. 
No. No. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, uh, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you think of Apex Legends. Are you playing it as much as John and I? Or are you? it's not really your cup of tea, like Joe. Uh, are you excited about the possibilities of Xbox Live on Switch? What do you think that'll mean? Do you want Shaggy in the Mortal Kombat 11 as DLC? And if so, what do you think his finishing maneuver should be? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter we'll at just give Broken you, like, Clock Pods. The, the rapper. The, oh, Shaggy the rapper? <laughs> Shaggy. Hey, Shaggy kind of said, like... Fuck you guys. Like, yeah. We're putting Shaggy in it. Got him. Is that Shaggy? They'll just murder the other person and be like, it wasn't me. Claiming <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't him. He'll kill you on the bathroom counter. Wasn't me. Wasn't him. Or the kitchen counter. Bathroom floor. Bathroom mm-hmm. Wasn't him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. Hey, you pointed at me. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.